Uh, another week. Another talking dirty. Ow. Oh. This week for you. Rule changes in the NFL. Incoming. We'll talk about those and break down what we think about the implications there. Over in the NBA, we check in on John Morant, just like the police did. More on that. Then over in pop culture, uh, Netflix, just going down in the dumps. We'll go over the whole password sharing fiasco there. And of course, wrap it all up with your jams of the week. But there's more. We have a top five this week, top five alert. In honor of Memorial Day, we have our top five memorials coming in for you. Memorial statue. So, so dumb. <laughs> it, it's dumb, but it's great. Like, there's some cool memorials I was finding. Like, yeah. I have my basics that, you know, I normally, like, I was going to put down anyways when I thought of the idea. But then I, like, found some cooler ones. So, like, I'm pretty excited for this one. But, uh, yeah, wrapping it all up with James of the Week. Ryan, how about a word from our sponsors? Yeah, Kent Brothers Painting, 412-784-1577. If you're in the Pittsburgh area and need a paint job, call them today. Once again, 412-784-1577. And with that being said, let's get into it. You. Yeah. All right. Before we get into it, Ryan, how you holding up? Awful, but we won't talk. I just kind of ranted about about stuff out off the pod. If I do want to say on the pod, uh, it is Dirty J Sports' sixth birthday. Really? Yeah, I got wow. I got Twitter notification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I would have uh, got a cake if I knew. May whatever. <laughs> I don't know if it was this. This month, I mean, th- today or what's it, or this week at some point, but it was Dirty J Sports was born. And it mm-hmm. was made sitting downstairs. I was like, you know what? I want to fire a bunch of sports takes off, but I don't want to do it on my own personal account. So I remember sitting downstairs on my couch watching Sports Center. I just made a Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Didn't think of a name, just tossed out Dirty J because of the Johnson at the time. And now we are six years later, do a nice. podcast. <laughs> 3,000 um, followers on Instagram. <laughs> now, wait. So, with birthday cakes, at what age do you say, fuck individual candles, just give me the number candles? Um, definitely not six. Six is... Nah, yeah, it's to you. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking 22. I, 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 think, I think like less than that. I think like 16. But then it comes back around again when you get way older because it's hilarious. True. Like, like imagine imagine an eighty year old's birthday. You get eighty <laughs> yeah, candles. Yeah. There there's a there's a joke on Freshman to Bel Air where Vivian turned forty and she was uh feeling all sad because she was getting old and they came out for her birthday party and there's a bunch of stuff during the thing where they made old jokes and she, you can tell she's getting more uncomfortable and they wheeled the Kate with forty candles on it and it set the alarm off, the fire alarm off, and the way staff was just saying like, I'm sorry, sir, there's too many candles. <laughs> <laughs> Had, I think it had all the time. That's so funny. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, but how are you doing? Actually, one more one more rant that's not work related that I was ranting you about. Mm-hmm. I hate 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 talking to people at the gym. It's the worst. Yeah, it's frowned upon for sure. 
I, I think it should be absolutely banned because so there's two Planet Fitness locations near me that I go to. Well, actually, I don't go to the one. I equal distance from my house. I always go to the one that's a little bit more more out of the way just because one, I like the, I like the equipment better. But two, I don't know anyone and the people I know there, they don't want to talk to me. They go, hey, Rye, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Walk by. That's it. Like, I don't. We don't have conversations. We'll like make smiles. We'll nod. We'll, I will say hello. I'll go out my way to say hello. No conversations are had. The other location, every time I go to, there's at least two to three people who see me and come over and talk to me like nonstop. And the one guy in particular, I won't, I don't, won't say his name. Um, really nice guy. He is a UPJ alum and he also played rugby at UPJ. And I wore a UPJ shirt, rugby shirt one time to the gym and he saw that. And as we're talking, we realized that I know his wife because she used to run the plays at my grade school when I was in the play. When I was in junior high and I was in the musicals and stuff, she was the one who ran the, the plays. So, yeah. and, uh, and their kids went to grade school with me. So it was some guy I know but don't really know. They found out I went to UBJ, played rugby. He did two in the 80s. And now every time I see him, he just talks to me about rugby. But it's not one of those like – uh, talk for like a couple minutes. He will follow me around the gym and just talk to me. And I'm like, I'm trying to work out. I'm oh, trying to listen. I, I gotta to get music. back to the turf, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, I have. He literally was just saying how he played uh half of a half of rugby the other week. <laughs> His body was just like done. I'm like, yeah, dude, you're like 50 some years old. Of course your body's done. You shouldn't be playing rugby at 50 some years old. I mean, he's a really nice guy. Just he talks, yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't stop talking to me. And he's one of the people who talk. But you ever have conversations with someone who you talk to and then you try to chime in or you try to talk and they just don't stop talking. And then you so it's basically like they're talking at you and not with you. That's him. It's worst. Yeah, I get that. How are you doing? I just kind of feel like I did that. Yeah, I'm doing OK. Uh, one thing I do like about this time of year, working in like the office kind of job, the hoagie sales, dude. Hoagie. The hoagie sales, dude, where like, you know, uh Becky's kid or someone's having like a like a fundraiser and it's like, oh hey, get you like Italian hoagies, pizza rolls, all this kind of bullshit. Uh I did yeah, I, I got I got I got some good items. I got Italian hoagie and some pepperoni rolls. I'm ready for the weekend with that shit. Pumped. Pumped. Um I have not thought about that since I was doing them in grade school. They're nice, man. I fuck with them. <laughs> That's I always awesome. hit it. I always hit it up. Whatever is happening. Um, was it like for a school or was it for like a? I think it was cheerleading or something like that. One of those. That's. Dumb. But school, yeah. So essential school. But uh, yeah. So that was good. Um, other than that, I've just been immersed in Legend of Zelda. But good shit. Yeah, um, there. Hmm? Yeah, I'm there. right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, let's get into it. Leading off with NFL, again, off-season blues. But it's a little more spicier stuff this week. Uh, as far as free agency trades and re-signs, the Jets are working out ex-Bills punter Matt Areza. Areza was accused of gang rape, uh, I think, a year and a half ago or something, when he was released by the Bills. Uh, the court case went on, and he was actually exonerated because I think it was that his alibi checked out or something like that. So like they, they said like he had no involvement and all charges were dropped. Um, so the Jets are going to be working them out. So, yeah, no, uh, that is awesome for him just because if it was, I mean, obviously it is proven that not, it didn't happen. So he kind of got screwed with that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, he did. He did. He, he was a punter who was drafted. 
Yes. Like, that never happens. That, that, that's like that's like he was gonna make bank for a punter. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm glad I'm glad he's at least getting like a shot. You know what I mean? So I hope it works out for the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, next up though, the Broncos released veteran kicker Brandon McManus after nine seasons with the team. Uh, yeah, it sucks. I guess I don't know. It sucks for him, but. Dude, I thought I thought Brandon McManus was like a upper echelon kicker. You know, like, I don't know why you release him. Especially when you're the Broncos, you struggled to get in the red zone all season. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I don't know how elevation works. Is it easier to kick in Denver or harder? And it's harder to breathe, but is it easier to kick? It's harder, yeah. It's harder to kick or harder? Because I think it's easier to kick, right? I think it's harder to like hang, like to navigate the kick itself. Because like, that's why uh, Matt Prater had like the that, like long ass field goals all the time with the mm-hmm. Tebow ranges, right? Yeah, I, I think it's something with like it's like it's not harder to kick, but it's like to actually like get it where you want it to go. It's tough. You need power. Okay, I ask Google just kicking in never easier. Yeah, you're. Yeah, it just travel farther. So yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yes, you're right. So it's all about like you know you got to position it right and make sure you got the right angle on it, but it'll go mm-hmm. further. Yeah, it's easier to kick it further. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be one of those like fat Randy guys who are just. Uh, you're yeah. Hurt be. for a week. Let's pick you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, then next up, uh, running back Austin Eckler and the Chargers actually agreed to rework his contract. It's going to be adding an opportunity for $1.75 million in reachable incentives. Uh, he can earn up to $1 million for total yards with tiers going between 1125 to 1339 I don't know where those numbers came from, but so be it. That kind of goes against what we were saying before. How's that going to be yeah. next year? Yeah. But and then uh, you can also get up to six hundred k for touchdowns with tiers between 10 to 16 and if he makes the Pro Bowl next year, he gets 150k. So, nice. incoming good year for Austin Eckler, I'm thinking. Yeah, it's, you can kill it. in a contract always deliver in fantasy. I feel. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then last week, I can't remember if we touched on this at all. I think it happened after we we're done recording, but the Steelers agreed to a two-year extension with a uh, backup quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky. I think it, I think I did mention it, but it was just in passing at the end because it was yeah. it just happened right before. Yeah, um, that's great because I mean he is accepting a backup role, which he's going to be a great backup, mm-hmm. bad Dang starter, on. but fantastic backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then moving on to uh, some other things going on, the 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan stated that quarterback Brock Purdy will be expected to start throwing footballs next week following his end of the season injury last year. So Brock Purdy is looking to get back on track a little bit sooner than expected to that where he might not miss week one. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the quarterback room there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the big thing, the headliner, the NFL owners passed a rule this week that will place the ball at the 25-yard line following fair catches on kickoffs. So if you thought kickoff returns were dead before, this is like the nail in the coffin. I think uh, they crunched some numbers, and it was like 30, 38% of kickoffs were returned in the NFL last year, and they're expecting those numbers to go down to 31%. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to go way down. I think it's going to go further. 
What um, like the low twenties? It, it, it honestly depends though, because if teams really wanted to, they could start like playing the uh, playing the kickoffs right, where they they can like do a squib kick to try to maybe yeah. get it past the twenty five or a little like one of those little sky balls and just try to see if they can get outside the twenty five. Um, I don't think it's gonna happen next season. I think you're gonna see that eventually evolve. But they they do this rule in college too. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, that's where they got it from. Yeah, that, that that's why they're figuring. Why don't we just do it? Because it's all about player safety kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that plays out. But I, I'm thinking it's gonna be a lower return percentage than 31. percent Yeah, probably. Uh, the last thing I had though, R.I.P. Jim Brown, the Hall of Fame running back, passed away last week at uh, 87 years of age. Yeah, Rip. Mm-hmm. The whole reason behind the Browns name. No, it's not. It isn't? No, it's uh, an owner. <laughs> That's misleading. Okay. I know. And that'd be sick. That'd be sick. Oh, that'd be sick, yeah. It was, it was the Browns before Jim Brown. It you were so Browns. good they named the team after you. Yeah. Who <laughs> is the Browns? Named after. It's, it's kind of hard to type with one hand. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul E. Brown. Ah. The first coach. Ah, that's bullshit. Yeah. Named after Jim Brown now. Yeah, you can just change to say that it is. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. That was... I have something NFL adjacent. Okay, what do you got? Um, AB. AB's back. Um, he is apparently, so he owns an, uh, arena football team, the Albany empire. Okay. Apparently there's been some shit going on with the team where I, I'm, I don't have it in front of me. I try to find it while we started like the reasoning, but I'm pretty sure that it's AB owns a team. He's obviously so bad at being an owner that like some players are like not playing for him because like he doesn't pay like the players, like he just like whenever he's, the Patriots come, come, like apparently like the team goes out to dinner and like they'll just like all get up and leave and no one pay for the bill. Like it's some crazy <laughs> shit. But um, because some players don't want to play for him, he said he's suiting up and playing for his own team, J- Jackie Moon style. So AB is gonna be playing in the Arena Football League for his team, and he's just gonna straight up dominate, dominate. Probably. Dude, no matter what, like people were, I saw some people saying, man, hasn't played since he ran off the field against the Jets in 2021 uh, or 2020, whatever it was. And he's going to be <laughs> washed and rusty. People don't realize how bad, how <laughs> lower of a level arena football is than NFL. They yeah. not play for 10 years and go out there and just dominate. <laughs> yeah, didn't like Chad Ochocinco do that too? <clears throat> I think he did play arena at some point. Yeah, he was out of Johnny Manziel did the fan control football league for a little bit there. Yeah, he did Canadian too, I think. Yeah, he he's currently Canadian. Because that, that's a step up from the... <laughs> yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, Canadian football is like, I'd say, a step below... Honestly, probably a step below XFL. Because XFL seems to be the kind mm-hmm. of the, the league now where people are getting like signed from. Mm-hmm. But the Canadian football league is huge in Canada. Dude, Zane's big on the Canadian Football League. Who's his team? The uh, the Blue Bombers. Uh, I was gonna say I only know the one, the uh, whatever knots. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, He's mentioned them before. Yeah, we we gotta get Zane on for a 
Canadian football talk. Yeah. Yeah. When, when's that season start? CFL. Talk. I don't even. It, it's in. It's during like the early off season. I think it's probably around now, or maybe it passed. It could have passed. Uh, uh, it's it's uh, like in. It's. It kind of like uh, meshes over into the NFL season, I believe, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like their tournaments, the start of the NFL season, kind of stuff. I pull up the Wikipedia page. A 21-week regular season game, mm-hmm. season, with three buys, 18 games. Um, they fight for the Grey Cup. Championships in late November. So the season okay. usually runs from mid-June to early November. Yes, it's coming up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Agronauts. That's, that's okay. Toronto. They just won the Grey Cup. Okay. The Toronto Agronauts. <laughs> that's my squad. I'm, I'm, I should get some merch. Agronauts. Yeah. Good shit. Well, let's take it over to uh, NBA. Yeah. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. All right. NBA. Um, the Heat are on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I own the streets. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. The conference finals are underway. Um, in the West, it's already over. We'll get to that in a second here. In the East, we still got it going. Um, game five is tonight. Before we record, so it's kind of a choose your own adventure. Um, you can mm-hmm. right from right now. We'll pretend like the Heat win tonight. Okay. That's fine. Did he go to the finals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, 4-1. We beat the Celtics 4-1. Um, we went up 3-0. No team has lost while up 3-0. Uh, it, I think it was 149-0. Teams that go up 3-0 in a playoff series in NBA history is 149-0. And that was before the Nuggets went up 3-0. So now they're 150-0. <laughs> um, God. Yeah, so so East Conference Finals, Heat versus Celtics. I bl- was did we have any games before last pod, or is this, they all happen after? I don't think. I, I think, think we won. I think we had one. I think game one. Maybe so I think, one. I think that was Wednesday. Yeah, maybe. I think it went Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Th- we did have one because you were like, because we were like, I think we they win this one and then we win both of Miami. Yeah. So we're still there. We're still at three one. <clears throat> Wasn't the same. Um, obviously, we won game one. We get one game two. We went to uh, Boston, took care of business. That was the infamous Grant Williams game. Yeah. Um, Grant Williams and Jimmy Butler went back and forth. Uh, I think Grant Williams hit a three and started talking shit to Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy Butler just gave him a look and then went down the court, got an and one. They were head to head, screaming mm-hmm. at each other. And I think Jimmy Butler went up for like another like five. Like he just kept making uh, switches to Grant Williams be covering him and just taking it to him. Dude, Jimmy Butler is the man. Like every all of like basketball social media is just obsessed with Jimmy Butler right now. Yeah, which it's is awesome. crazy. Which is awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. I I've seen it before, but the 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 Michael Jordan conspiracy keeps going around. Especially yeah. We're up three zero, or you were up three zero. Um. So yeah, Jimmy Butler's dog. It's sick. And in game three. He didn't only put up like 15 points because he didn't play the entire fourth quarter because the Heat were up 
by like 30 something. So mm-hmm. it was bench. It was supposed to be like the scrubs fourth quarter. Like the Celtics put all their empty of their bench. They had a bunch of white guys I never heard of um, <laughs> playing. And for the, for the heat, it's kind of crazy because our bench lineup are like all studs who've been playing the entire playoffs. Our, mm-hmm. our bench lineup was like Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson, Gabe Vincent. Um, <laughs> like the only real difference, we had Yurt Seven in there for a little bit. Cody Zeldin mm-hmm. getting a lot of minutes and playing pretty solid. Um, but yeah, game game three was all Miami won by 26. Gabe Vincent had a, like a career high, like 29 points. Mm-hmm. Um, Duncan Robinson had like 27 points or 25 points. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. We're up 3-0. Uh, and then Tuesday game four happened. The Celtics won. I expected them to at least. I, I I thought we could sweep, but you know I it's okay to drop one. Before the game, the uh the Celtics players were kind of all alluding to how the Red Sox came back from a three zero lead. Yeah, they were pulling that bullshit early. Yeah, Marcus Smart like said the exact quote as one of their Red Sox players like, "Don't let them get, don't let us get one." Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it's. It's okay. They they got one, um, and this is still choose your adventure. So game five is tonight. While we're right before right after we record, mm-hmm. uh, no Gabe Vincent for the Heat. He sprained his ankle late in game four. He played through the rest of the game. Is playing on playing through. I I have a feeling that the Heat are like either we can't if we can't do without him tonight, then he'll be fully good to go. Game six back in Miami. So I think that's a good move not to play him. I mean. That means we have Kyle Lowry starting instead of Gabe Vincent. That's fine. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, and then um, on the other side, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, sixth man of the year, has a partially torn tendon in his right elbow. He mm-hmm. is playing through it, but you have to imagine that his scoring is going to be hit significantly because he is a righty. So that is going to be definitely detrimental to them. Um, but yeah, so the Heat win tonight in this chooser adventure. So the other side, choose your venture. The Heat don't win tonight. They win Saturday, <laughs> game six, back in Miami. Um, I mean, all right, I, I do, I'm knocking on wood. I don't want to be the guy who's counting my chickens before they hatch, but I do think that we're going to win this series. I don't think they're going to come back. If they come back, I'm just going to kill myself. If they come back, it's probably the worst loss in a, in a series like I've seen in a while because the way that the Heat have been dominating the Celtics, except for game four, like it's been it's been insane. Like your bench your bench players are going off. Your the whole fourth quarter Jimmy Butler didn't play. Like it's insane and he's tro- Jimmy Butler's trolling the Celtics not only with what you mentioned with Grant Williams but uh the timeout without Horford. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it and like it's just so funny and, the, and like they have they're carefree and it's the Easter Conference Finals. Like I don't know. It just yeah. it would be very very crazy if the Celtics came back and win the series. Yeah, I don't think it is, but we do. If we don't win tonight, we definitely have to win Game Six. We can't go back to Boston Game Seven. No, yeah, yeah, I agree. You have to win Game Six. It's must win for the Heat at that point. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, mean, I didn't even mention too. Bam's been absolutely killing it, which is great to see because we need him to kill it if mm-hmm. we have a chance against the Nuggets. Yeah, he's been uh, a little like little stagnant recently. Who? Bam. No, he hasn't. Not like bad, but like not bam good. You know what I mean? I, I that's what I'm, I'm saying. The opposite. I think he's been very good. He's been way better than his. He's been like scoring twenty plus a game, pulling down eight to ten boards a game. Like he's I just been mean like defensively. I just mean like fantastic. you know early, like you were saying late in the season, like he wasn't that good. 
in the early playoffs, he wasn't that good, but now he's picking it up. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I thought you were saying the opposite. I thought he said he's been sucking lately. Yeah, no. The last last series against the Knicks is when he started picking up speed, picking yeah. it up, and he's been mm-hmm. continuing that. Um, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I get you. I, I thought you were saying he was sucking right now. I'm like, wait, what? No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I agree with that. Then I agree with that. Um, I hope. I hope me doing this is not a jinx. I just want to. You do what? Me just saying how I think the Heat are going to win is a jinx. I'm very superstitious when it comes to playoff anything. Mm-hmm. I've been knocking on wood. I've been. I don't know if you guys have been hearing it, but I've been knocking on wood. I have a wooden table with my laptops on. Every time I this whole time I've been knocking on wood as I said everything, just because I am so so superstitious. Every time I talk about the Heat winning, I knock on wood. Even what today I was talking to Meter at work. And we're we're talking about. It. I was like, I, I man, I I think we're gonna at least win Game Six. And the whole time I was just knocking on the bars. <laughs> like it's, like, yeah, it's I'm very very crazy about that. But um, yeah, I mean this. I mean I don't think it's any at the end of the day on the Celtics. I don't think it's a knock on the Celtics capabilities. I just think that coach is not. He's getting out coached. Yes. By that well, that brings me to a point that I don't write down, but I I mean me to were talking about today. ESPN was saying, as like their um, first take, they're talking like, do you fire Joe Missoula after this? If, if the Heat win, do you fire Joe Missoula? And that's ridiculous. First I, I don't year, think it's crazy, but I think you at least give him like part of next season too. Yeah, I mean, I think it's crazy because they had a great regular season, mm-hmm. and he was a great coach all year. He was a he was a coach of the year finalist, and yeah. you fire him after one playoff series. I mean, I guess they probably gave too many games to the Hawks they shouldn't have. They probably should have beat the Sixers more than, and before Game 7, mm-hmm. and they should have probably beat the Heat. But at the same time, like, his rookie coach, who had a great regular season, you can't just fire him off one playoff run. But at the same time, there's a lot of good coaches that are available right now That's that you, you would Doc much rather back. have than your current one. You have Doc Rivers back. <laughs> Bring him back. Dude, that'd be hilarious if Doc Rivers went back to the Celtics. Yeah, that'd be so funny. Um, just like him and James Harden. Like, sorry, I left. <laughs> did yeah. you Did you do anything? Did you win? No. Which okay, that that, that I don't have this in the notes, but you kind of said something that I was talking also talking to Meter about James Harden. He said he was seeing um people online say. That James, they think James Harden is saying he's going to go back to Houston, mm-hmm. and people were like running with it because he is trying to use it as a bargaining chip to get Philly to overpay. And I would love that. We and Meter both saying how great would that be? Like say like, all right, guys, see, I'm going back to Houston, and Philly's like, wait, wait, wait. Here's the bag. Continue to be mediocre in the playoffs for us. <laughs> like, that'd be that'd be fantastic. Meter said they'd be the king of the uh, Easter Conference semifinals. If they bring if they bring James Harden back and pay him so much money that they could be using to like secure like role players instead they mm-hmm. just give it all to James Harden and just Harden and be it again for the next five years that would be amazing. Yeah, the Sixers just have to rebuild at this point. They need to. They need to let Harden go, not pay him a bunch of money. They need to trade Joel Embiid for like a bajillion first round picks. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they they keep Tobias Harris because no no one's gonna want that contract. So you just true, true. If you can move him though, that'd be immense. But yeah, if you could move him too and get, at least get like just clear clear up some cap space, mm-hmm. pay Tyrese yeah. Maxey a bunch of money because he's young, and then just keep Tyrese Maxey there and a bunch of first picks and try to rebuild quickly. That's that's 
That's what they should do. I can see them trying to trade like James Harden and Joel Embiid and, and just be like, are you sure you don't also want Tobias Harris? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I will give you Joel Embiid, but you have to take Tobias Harris. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Get, send send him to Brooklyn. Send Joel to Brooklyn. Reunite with him with Ben, ben Simmons. Oh, God. And then the Nets win. <laughs> that with Ben I, Simmons and Joel Embiid. I, if, if as long as they didn't go through the Heat, I would love that. Yeah, that'd be the best thing ever. It'll be the best case scenario, especially because I don't care if Brooklyn wins because Brooklyn has no fans, so there's no yeah, like one. Brooklyn be- doesn't have many titles, and like you know, it's it's yeah, fine when they don't true. have like Kevin Durant and all that bullshit. Well, hey, brother, Philly doesn't have many titles either. It's just true. Their, their fans. So. The Nets. I wonder how many titles the Nets have. Because I think they, I think they won in they had some of the nineties I think I'd say early two thousands with Jason Kidd I think they won and or they went I don't know if they won uh, I thought it was late nineties well yeah late nineties early two thousands let's hear um Nets Brooklyn Nets Wikipedia page they definitely had some really good they have teams. zero NBA championships they went okay. to two NBA finals in two thousand two two thousand three. Okay, back to back. That's impressive. Yeah, that's the Jason Kidd I was alluding to. But they, yeah, they won two ABA championships before the merger. Mm. So they have zero titles technically, and Philly has one. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> right. The last choose adventure, the Celtics win. They come back from three zero. The podcast is over. Okay. I'm not gonna. I will leave. Honestly, though, I honestly, if if the Celtics come back, I'm gonna need to take a break from the pod. <laughs> I need you to find guests for a couple weeks to fill in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe you and G baby can talk Celtics basketball. I feel like I can figure something out. Yeah, I'll, I'll edit it. I'll do everything. <laughs> I'm just not gonna be on. I I don't want to talk about sports. If, if, if the Celtics come back. I'm, t- I'm saying that right now. Oh man, you have the five. I think you'll be all right. I, I think so too. But yeah. Uh, okay. On the other side, mm-hmm. the West, uh, West Conference Finals. The Nuggets complete the sweep. They are going to the NBA Finals. Fun fact: This is the first NBA Finals appearance for the Nuggets ever in in franchise history. This is also the first ever postseason sweep by the Nuggets in franchise history. That's wild. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, Joker won the Magic Johnson Western Conference Finals MVP trophy. So that's pretty cool. So, yeah, I mean, it's good for Joker because, I mean, that's a very impressive feat to sweep. I mean, especially with, like, with sweeping the Lakers. I know they were a seven seed, but it's still... And impressive feat to do that in the West Conference Finals against a very hot team like the Lakers were. Like they were kind of going through some teams. Yeah, impressive. no, and I I did want to just mention, uh, yeah, the Nuggets swept good for them to go to the finals. Um, LeBron James, he had 31 points at halftime. In yeah, or um, that's I think that's his most in a, in a half of his career in a playoff. It sucks, though, because he only finished with 40, and that's probably why they end up losing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, he's just a beast. Uh, but, yeah, no, that Lakers run was fantastic. I mean, a playing game. 
team, the seventh seed. They really built up in the uh, their role players at the uh, deadline. I had them leaving, losing first round. Mm-hmm. Me too. So, yeah. Yeah. So that so that's kind of crazy that they were able to make the run. Who did they play first round? They played the Grizzlies. Grizzlies, you're right. Dylan Brooks punching his mm-hmm. dick and stuff. Yeah. yeah. About that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I haven't losing to Grizzlies first round. So yeah, good for them for going on this run. Darvin Ham seems like he's a solid coach, obviously, because mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's not hard to coach LeBron. We, we've said that before. Yeah. But it's hard. It, it's you can tell he's a good coach because he was getting minutes out of Rui Hachimura, who didn't really do much in the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Um, he was getting minutes, good minutes out of Austin Reeves. He's getting good minutes out of Dennis Schroeder. Like he's getting a lot of good minutes out of people who shouldn't have been playing as good as they were. So that's that. He's a good coach. And I was gonna say this for later, but after the game, we'll talk about it now. I was gonna save it for offseason stuff later, but um. After the game, LeBron kind of alluded to him saying his future is not really sure. Quote, I'm simply not sure if I'll be back in the fall when the season begins. I have a lot to think about. Uh, he also skipped media on Tuesday. End of season media. Mm-hmm. I call cap. Yeah, me too. He ain't going nowhere. He This is, this is the part of the LeBron that we don't like that we talk about sometimes. Mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. it's kind of a look at me, look what I'm doing. Uh, like he's, he's kind of taken away from the Nuggets going to the finals for the first time because all VSPN the next day was talking about was is LeBron going to retire? And not, yeah, dude, yeah, the Nuggets made it to the finals for the first time. Well, not only that, but also instead of them talking about Lakers swept, what LeBron's legacy? What does this mean? They're like he's retiring. What? What do we do? Yeah, exactly. So like he kind of controlled the narrative in that regard. Um, which I mean, you know, Hey, he's going to do, he's going to do, but yeah, like you said, it's the part of LeBron. That's always like the cringe part. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, and the reason I'm calling cap one, he's not retiring. He's made it very clear. He wants to play the son. Right. And two, he's not going to another team because his son just committed to USC. Yeah. in, In LA, he's not leaving LA. He's not going to Clippers. He's not whatever. He's not going anywhere. Did you see uh coward's take? No. He's saying he's good? going to Golden State. He's not going to Golden State. He would they're going to trade him for Jordan Poole, um, uh, Wiggins, and uh, what's the other guy's name? Kowinga. He, he's like been playing all right, but it's the whole mentality that he was essentially having was all of the problems with the new gen warriors players we were talking about last week that they were kind of having beef with the old gen warriors um kind of shopping them to bring lebron in um, uh, i don't <laughs> think lebron would ever do that i don't think he would either he gets so much slander if you went to the warriors yeah i'd I, be out on lebron if you went to the warriors i would i'd be rooting against them i think um i would, I would. all right i'll take cowards cow turds uh take and kind of make it more reasonable he, they're, they're not trading for LeBron. The, Draymond Green's going to go to the Lakers. That's that's a possibility. That's exactly what's going to be. That's going to fix the culture in the Warriors. Um, Draymond will be in LA so for his podcast, and Draymond's very close with LeBron. I mean, I'm pretty sure at Draymond's wedding, he like posted pictures of him and LeBron, like taking pictures together, like my king or the king's <laughs> king, or something like super lame like that. So 
yeah, I'll take Coward's t- take and twist it. Like, LeBron's not going there. Draymond's going to L.A. That's okay. absolutely happening. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who the uh, – I mean, there's talks about Kyrie going there too, but I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Mm-hmm. I heard uh, I heard a take uh, that Kyrie is going to go to uh, the Suns. Oh, God. <laughs> With KD. <laughs> Follow KD to the Suns. Chris Paul is going to balance. They're going to trade Chris Paul, and then he's in, Kyrie's going to come and be Kyrie, Devin Booker, and KD. Uh, that's not going to work. Um, yeah. But all right, well, since we're talking offseason, we'll just stick with the offseason. Because um, unless you want to talk anything in for conference finals. I mean, the West Conference finals, like, they were kind of lame just because, like, once once the Nuggets went up 2-0, it was like, yeah, this is over. Yeah. You know, it was like, this is done. They, the Lakers, it was nice run, but hey, this team, the Nuggets were the team the whole time. And yeah. no disrespect to the Lakers because they were a seven seed, but at the same time, it's like they didn't really do much to impress me in any way, shape, or form. I agree. I agree. Especially in that last series. They did before, but not that last series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the NBA Finals starts June 1st, a.k.a. the next time we record for the podcast. Okay. Um, no matter what happens with the uh, Heat Celtics, it's always going to start June 1st. Okay, gotcha. Which, that's why I would like the Heat to sweep. And or hopefully they win tonight, because that gives us more time to rest. Because yeah. the Nuggets are getting nine days rest. Which is massive. Which is... Right, all right, rest or rust. I mean, you got that debate going. They're going to get rusty. They're going to come out not as, not as sharp. Honestly, no, it's going to hurt the Heat or Celtics more likely. It might hurt the Nuggets actually more now I think about it because the Heat have finals experience. That's true. Players on that team all have finals experience. So they can just roll into it and I think they can be, I think they can be better off than the Nuggets with like nine days of rest. Yeah, I think so too. But then again, if the Heat win tonight, then they're both going to be out pretty much the same amount of time. So. Yeah, he gets six days if they win tonight. Yeah, yeah. So which would be good know. for Gabe Vincent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be good for the injuries they have going on. And people haven't been talking about it, but Tyler here will be back. Really? I mean, it, it does always the timetable. He'd be back for the start of the NBA Finals. Um, he uh, honestly probably could play this series. He wanted to, but like it's probably more of like the let's take it easy and he'll be back game one finals. So that's sweet. They were probably like, hey, we're up 3-0. Like, just chill. Yeah, exactly. But if if it goes to game six, I I wouldn't be surprised if they play him. I I don't think he's going to play at all this series. If it goes to game seven, they have to. I don't know if he's even cleared yet, but okay. But he would be cleared for the finals, so... But I feel like they could wiggle game seven if like that it comes to that. Yeah, but that's interesting little wrench to throw in there. Tyler mm-hmm. here will be back, and I think if it's Heat Nuggets, I mean we'll get into a preview more next week uh, when we actually have the teams locked in. Um, their best player is uh, Joker, who's a center. Mm-hmm. Our best defender is Bam, who's also a center. I think that's going to be a huge aspect to that matchup that people won't realize. Like I, Joker's still gonna put up a triple double, but yeah, that's what I mean. I, it's, it's not gonna be. It's about containing him. It's more about slowing him down. 
And mm-hmm. Bam's definitely going to slow him down enough. He's not going to have 40-point triple-doubles like he has been this whole playoffs. He's going to get a 25-point triple-double. Yeah, I mean, as long, if they if the Heat can contain Joker, and then what I if would Bam's say like, it comes sorry. down to Jamal Murray for me. He's going to have to pick up the slack that Joker might have if he's getting guarded by Bam all series. That's true. That's true. Um, all right. Let's go off season. I already talked about LeBron and his future with the Lakers, which mm-hmm. is not going to be anything. But apparently, the Lakers are exploring the idea of trading for Trey Young this summer. I did hear that. I don't, ugh, I don't know. I don't like Trey Young. I would like him a lot more as soon as he's off the Hawks. Yeah, but there's something about it. I don't know. I mean, I, I do think that, like, LeBron's best years are when he has a point guard that can create his own shot. A guard that can create his own shot. Uh, yeah, exactly. And Trey Young's So, I mean, Trey Young can definitely do that. And assumingly they'd keep Anthony Davis, but they'd probably lose a lot of their great role players that helped them get to the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it really would work out at the end of the day. But uh, I, I think it's better than bringing in Russell Westbrook last season. Yeah, I, a lot better than that. Yeah. The one thing with LeBron that uh, always works out is since it's LeBron, he's so good at recruiting free agent role players mm-hmm. that if you do trade a lot of these role players away, it's got you there. Um, you know, if LeBron, you're always going to get these veteran guys who can definitely give you significant minutes who are going to come play with you. Yeah. So sure. that's one of those teams that you don't have to worry about finding role players. They will always come out of the woodwork to play with LeBron. Okay. Yeah. Um, kind of speaking about the role players, kind of uh, speaking of them on the Lakers, um, the Rockets apparently eyeing up this summer uh, a whole handful of free agents. The names that were listed on this report was um, Austin Reeves. Nah. He's an unrestricted free agent. No, he is a restricted free agent, which means I don't think he leaves. the Lakers will get the chance to also bid on him if the Rockets do so. Um, Dylan Brooks. He'll probably go there. Probably. Brooke Lopez. Eh. Cam Johnson. He'll probably go there. And James Harden. We He's definitely James Harden already. Yeah. Um, Cam Johnson will be huge. Cam I, Johnson would be huge, and I can see that one happening because they're going to have to – I could see them shopping around some of their role players they currently have now that they got KD and, uh, you know. No, that's Cam Johnson's set. on um, – Oh, he's Nets not. Now. He's on the oh. Nets now because he got he was traded in the KD trade. Oh, well then. Yeah, I mean, I guess he could shop get shot from the Nets then. Well, he's free agency, so yeah, he doesn't have to get shot. He can just go. He can just go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Cam Johnson? I, I, from? I botched Cam Johnson completely. He from? He's from Cameroon. No. He, I'm just double checking, making sure I was right. Yeah, I was right. Um, the good old 412, baby. Moon Township. Oh, really? He went to Pitt for a little bit before transferring. Yeah. Huh. All right. Pittsburgh boy. Pittsburgh ties. So hopefully. He's, he's a great role player. Um, the Rockets won't be doing anything next year, though. I mean, if they get James Harden, it's awesome. Ime Doka is great. They didn't get Weapon Yama in the lottery. So, like, they're not going to be anything next year. They're. I can see him flirt with a 10 seed. 
there, there'll definitely be a play-in game. I, mm-hmm. I definitely think there'll be a play-in game. Yeah. Um, whether it's seven to ten, they're, they're going to be one of those those seeds. Yeah, I can. They're see not that. doing anything because, yeah, Jalen Green's awesome. Uh, they'll probably get someone decent in the draft. Um, that Sagan guy, who's that, that like center four guy, he's solid. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is pretty solid. Um, they have someone else. I'm not thinking off the top of my head right now. It's killing me. But regardless, if they get a couple good role players with that coach, they'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Speaking of coaching, some two coaching uh, updates. Steve Nash is meeting with the Raptors. Oh. I'd go JJ Redick over Steve Nash for sure. And then the Suns are narrowing down the coaching search to the Kings assistant, Jordy Fernandez. Okay. Nick Nurse, Doc Rivers, and Frank Vogel. This is the Suns? Yeah. That, that, those are the finalists for the Suns job. Um, I'd probably either take the Kings assistant or. Nick Nurse. Nick sure. Nurse. Nick yeah. Nurse is the I think the number one option on that list. Yeah, I think so too. King's assistant, maybe they had a great year, so maybe it'll do something great. Mm-hmm. With coaches like that though, with first year head coaches, they're not gonna be great in a contender standpoint, I feel like. I feel like they 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 work better on a team that's rebuilding, a team on the cusp. Yeah, that's fair, but I feel like they can do okay or at least feign being a good coach uh, when you have, like, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker. Yeah. And DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, but the issue there is the pressure. The pressure is me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that that's where the first-year coaches kind of come down to it. Steve Nash on the Raptors. That'd be such a bad move to go from yeah. Nick Nurse to Steve Nash. Ugh. I mean, I was a defender. I was one of the last ones holding out hope for Steve Nash, but no, he's not a good coach. Yeah. Not a good coach. Um, all right, headlines. I have two headlines that aren't off-season related. Um, first, the police had to make a wellness check on John Morant after he posted mm-hmm. on his story. Love you to mom. Love you to dad. Love you to his daughter. And then put bye. Um, they. Uh, he said he's fine and he's meant that he's taking a break from social media. Um, but yeah, hopefully he's not suicidal. Um. I feel like I feel like he probably was. I mean all, right. all of like the analysts were just slamming him all week. But um I don't know. Hopefully it's not. Mental health is a big thing. It's May's mental health awareness month. Um but I can also see John Morant's the type of person who Knows what he's doing. He's not suicidal, but he throws something out like that. So people stop slamming him and kind of give him some sympathy. Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, I'm not if he truly is going through something, I do not want to make light of it, make jokes of it, whatever. But it also be kind of a good move if you're getting a bunch of shit in the media, then you kind of throw out the yeah, well, chill out. I'm suicidal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, I'm sorry. Everything on the narrative is going to switch immediately. Yeah, true. It changes the perspective. Um, also, though, the chat GPT thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> Talk about that. That's so funny. Just like when his apology came out about the gun uh, Instagram Live, and somebody just typed in on chat GPT, apology for something that you uh, like did again or like, that you were a f- addict, an addict of, and you know, trying to get forgiveness for, and it like printed out that exact pretty much thing, word for word. <laughs> it's so funny. 
So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that that's a bad look. He definitely, he definitely just put on chat PG. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And or the whoever wrote it for him put it on chat GPT. Yeah, because PR teams probably they're probably all quit. So he had to have one of his boys do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Hopefully, Jaw's okay. And the last one is your boy Carmelo Anthony, Knicks legend, officially retires again after 19 seasons in the NBA. Mm-hmm. A question I've been seeing on Twitter, I've been hearing about on podcasts, media. I'm asking you as a Knicks fan, do the Knicks retire number seven, Carmelo no. Anthony's number? No. They do not. No. Would you, you don't want them to either. I mean, that's absurd. That's <laughs> absurd. I mean, he didn't win a title. Like, he didn't do, like, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun ride, but it's not like I need him in the rafters or anything. You know what I mean? He didn't, like, make an imprint on the franchise as a whole. Hey, he brought you to the second round once. Ah, come on. You get you hang Doc Rivers' picture up in Philly? <laughs> It'd be Glenn Rivers. It would be Glenn Rivers in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, you know, it's just, I don't know. It, it's just a bit much. I agree. And I, I, I was kind of, I honestly was kind of hoping you said, yeah, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but no, I agree. You can't retire. People who are suggesting that are just, no, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. If he won one title. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Why of not? Course he's, of course he's a Knicks legend. I'll say that uh, he'll mm-hmm. definitely go down as like a Knicks legend because, uh, he did sign with the Knicks during, during the whole little like LeBron mm-hmm. South beach, D Wade and Bosch. But yeah, no, he's not. Can't retire a number for a guy who didn't win a title. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you do, it has to be like someone who's your franchise from like for twenty years. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like if the Blazers want to retire Damian Lillard's number at the end of his career, yes, that's mm-hmm. fine. He didn't win a title, but he was there the whole time. Carmelo Anthony, no, he was there for a little stint. The most, the one, a big stint in his career, but like. Yeah, he wasn't there long enough, and he didn't win a title. I feel like have, hanging Kevin Durant's number up in like Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, or even the Thunder at this point, because he yeah, because <laughs> he was drafted there, but like he didn't stick around too long. <laughs> no. Oh man! All right, that's all I got for NBA. All right, all right. We uh, hopefully the Heat close it out tonight. If not, hopefully they close out Saturday. If we are recording next week and you don't see me, it's because they lose. All right. Take it up. Top fives. Yeah, top fives. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Talking Dirty Top Five. All right. Top fives. In honor of Memorial. USA. In honor of Memorial Day. We decided to do top fives, and out of our list, I was looking through it, and I was like, none of these are really that patriotic. So why don't we do top five memorials, statues, you know the deal, statues, memorials, monuments, monuments, the whole shebang. Like, yeah, okay. Star on the Walk of Fame. That's nah, nah, not that. Um, I'll have to take off the Adam Sandler star then. I didn't know how else to word it to you when you asked me earlier, but I was like, I have like nonfiction ones, <laughs> like, like, like nothing. Know. Like I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I don't even know what nonfiction monuments, memorials, and statues mean. Like in, a, in like a cartoon, like historical ones, I guess you know, or I don't know. 
I don't know how to describe it. But I mean, I only have nonfiction because I, I, how do you have a fiction one? I don't know. Maybe like I don't a know. statue from like Futurama. <laughs> but anyways, let's get into it. We flipped the coin and Ryan won. So he elected to go on the back to back. Therefore, I have the first pick. And with that, I'm going to take Mount Rushmore. Okay, good pick. Good pick. Um, Mount Rushmore. It's like the only monument that like we use on a day-to-day basis. Like Mount Rushmore for this, Mount Rushmore for that. Um, it's iconic. And people, you know, you're always debating who's on your Mount Rushmore and stuff like that. Um, gotta love it. it it's very, it's kind of crazy how like detailed it is. For just being a giant stone face on the side of a mountain. Um, yeah. It's in one of the Dakotas, right? Uh, it's in North Dakota, I believe. Because nothing happens in South Dakota. Yeah, it's in North Dakota. It's in, okay, it's walking in, in I'm walking in the answer. Is that right? Uh, I'm Googling it right now just to be sure. Um, South Dakota, actually. <laughs> Damn, never mind. Yeah, Damn. yeah. Um, fuck. That's... That's interesting. But anyways, you know, you got your great presence on there. Uh, George Washington, of course. Abe Lincoln, of course. TJ, Thomas Jefferson. And you got Teddy Rose. Teddy Roosevelt. The I, crazy wild card president in our history. Uh, low key, in the back of my head, I really wishing you just fucked it up and said, said or wrong president. I don't know why. That's that's why I looked it up. <laughs> oh, really? I, South Dakota was a ploy. <laughs> oh geez so it was in north dakota you son of a bitch. no it is in south dakota actually <laughs> I, I was lincoln on the uh mount rushmore in grade school we had a little like project and we mm-hmm. and we built the mount rushmore we all had our heads in the spot and then we all took turns going out and like i'm george washington that's kind of <laughs> cool i was lincoln okay. for yeah yeah that's my number one pick mount rushmore that's a good pick i had that fan on my list took it off um all right, my first pick, I'm going to go with, honestly, my favorite memorial in the country. I'm going to go with Lincoln Memorial. It's so sick. And yeah, that was that was going to be, yeah, I was debating that in Mount Rushmore, yeah. honestly. Abe Lincoln's one of the GOAT presidents, and he it's just him chilling on a chair. Like, it's so <laughs> just sick. looking down at you. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's always it's always in media. Obviously, it's in Wedding Crashers. That's where mm-hmm. they're sitting at the end, drinking champagne near the end of the movie on the steps yeah. there. Um. I don't know. It's on the back of the penny. It's sick. It, it, it's I really have not not much to say because with the statues and monuments and memorials and stuff, it's just like how cool is it? And it's just literally just giant Abe Lincoln just chilling. There's something where I feel like there's some kind of movie or something where someone's like sitting in the lap of Abe Lincoln. I forget though. Was it Night at the Museum? I think he's in Night at the Museum. They they have yeah yeah. I'm I think sure. there's a scene where they talk to him. Like yeah, the statue. There definitely is in the Battle of the Smithsonian's one, the second one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, I think that's where it is, is, like, he's sitting in his lap kind of thing. Yeah, and that might be it then. But, you know, I, I love it. And Lincoln's, yeah, like I said, the good president. But, all right, that's my number one. one. Uh, my number two pick, Statue of Liberty. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I am on my list, but that's a good one. Yeah, iconic uh, New York City landmark there. Um, gifted from the French. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, all people know. Um, the sign of America to a lot of these foreigners who came over on Ellis Island for many, many years. And, uh, yeah, it's just very iconic. Lady Liberty. Not much else to say about that. 
So number one, Lincoln Memorial. Number two, Statue of Liberty. Would you, would you smash? I I need to see what she's working with under those robes, but yeah, maybe probably. <laughs> I actually have a picture of me planking in front of the Statue of Liberty. Whenever planking, Dude, I forgot about planking. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can find it. Maybe by the end of this this draft, I'll have the picture of you planking from that. I also probably have a picture of me in the Lincoln Memorial because Lincoln Memorial is sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DC is a sweet city, but all right, all right. All I right. Guess. Um, all right. I'm gonna go with uh, my number two pick, the Vietnam War Memorial. I had it. That does give me my next pick. That's a good pick. Um, just having all the names on there. Mm-hmm. Is insane. It's mm-hmm. insane. And it really like puts into perspective when you're walking down the path, like alongside like the wall of all the names, like the toll that it took on the country at the time. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's a great memorial. It yeah, you know, it's powerful, effective, and it's simple too. You know what I mean? There's nothing much to it. It's not too extravagant or anything like that. So I, I I'm gonna go with the Vietnam War memorial from a number two spot. Real quick, I don't know if my phone's gonna show the background. There it is. Blanking. You can't see it. Fuck. Nah. I, it's like brief, but yeah. Yeah. I'm blanking in front of Statue of Liberty. All right. Um. Yeah. The Vietnam. It's very. Yeah. It's very uh, somber when you go, but it's. It's powerful. It's a powerful memorial. Mm-hmm. Um. My number three. I'm gonna go with the Marine Corps Memorial. So that's where they're they're planting the flag. In World War, the end of World War Two, and uh, the Battle of uh, Iwo Jima. Yeah, that's the Iwo Jima Memorial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not I that. think that's awesome. That memorial. Yeah, no, that's my next pick too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, the, like yeah, the, the Band of Brothers kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think that's a great memorial. The, flag, the flags are our fathers. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's an awesome memorial, and just again, like very, very kind of powerful and inspiring in a way. The way they did the the memorial, so I'm gonna go, yeah, Marine Corps Memorial. For I, my I number think, three. I would say I, I think it's Iwo Jima Memorial. I, I, when I looked it up, it said Marine Corps Memorial. U.S. When Marine I, was, I was looking it up. I looked up earlier for the Iwo the uh, flies our father statue because I was gonna do that, and they said it's Iwo Jima. I'm looking it up now. Okay, yeah, it's both names. I just looked it up. So it's both. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah. You can put. I think. I think if you put Marine Corps War Memorial, you might have to put the picture of that, that statue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Regardless, yeah, that's a good pick. Ooh. All right. For my fourth pick, or third pick. Sorry, I already put my third pick in. That's why I said that. I thought it was my fourth pick. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with uh, the Lincoln Memorial's. Buddy, the Washington Monument. The Washington Monument. Okay. Across the across the way there. Reflection you, pond. Yeah, across the pond you got uh the giant I'll say it, penis looking <laughs> um giant stick in the ground, but it's the giant, the giant it's, dick. It's used it's very iconic. It's used all the time in DC sports like logos and just DC things. Uh, American things, and when you go, it, you always see in pictures and stuff. It's like, okay, well, big deal. It's just a giant like point out of the thing. <laughs> when you actually go there and you're at the bottom of it, you look up. It's huge, mm-hmm. and you yeah. got those flags around it. It's really cool, very iconic. Um, yeah, DC has some very iconic memorials, monuments, statues, all that stuff, and those two are one A and one B 
if, mm-hmm. you, if you ask me. Um, and obviously, a uh, little cameo in Spider-Man, Homecoming. That was an awesome scene, yeah. Yeah, um, that's very but, sweet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, All right. Yeah, so Washington Monument number three. Number four, I don't know how popular this one is. So, but I'm still going to take it because I think it's really, really cool. Is the Korean War Memorial. Okay. You see? So, it's like a whole little area, but in the middle of it, it's a bunch of like statues of soldiers walking like they're in the Korean War. And like, yeah, like, I did like, see that. It's kind of like a, a candid of them, like soldiers walking through like a field, but it's all statues. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really cool seeing it like in person. Like, I love DC as a city. I go, I, I've been there many times. Um, but that's a really, really cool memorial kind of go to. Obviously, the more Vietnam's very popular, the ones we mentioned before are very popular. That one's a little less popular, but I think it's just as cool. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. That's a good one. So, Korean War Memorial. All right. All right. Um, my number four also might be a little bit lesser known. The Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Very cool. Very, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, especially the, the, that it's, the guards. So. Yeah, it's 24-7. There's a guard there. Um, Rain, just some, snow, no ma- mm-hmm. doesn't matter what. Yeah, yeah, no matter what. Um, it's just, a, essentially, if you don't know, it's just a tomb for, uh, a memorial for all the unnamed soldiers that died during wars. Um, and I think that's a great, like, concept to include and incorporate for a memorial. And the fact that, like, I, I can't remember when they started the guard. I think it was, like, in... Was it in the seventies? I don't know. But anyways, um, whenever the whenever the memorial memorial came to fruition, they had a guard out front of it ever since. And I think that's a very cool concept. And also, just like you know, like I said, given the the uh, recognition to the unnamed soldiers that passed in the wars. Yeah, I, I think I think it's very very cool. Um, changing the guard is insane. It's insane. I've. Uh, I almost keep saying how I've been to DC because I've said it so many times already, but I've seen that live and it's crazy. It's like yeah. you can hear a pin drop. Like nobody who goes like says any words, anything until they change the guards because then the soldiers like do like chant as they do it. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. My number five, um, I'm gonna go with the Mister Mister Mo- Rogers Memorial statue. You son of a bitch! I I literally filled it in already. Went for number five. Yeah, because you said you weren't going to do... You, you said you were going to do one... I thought you were going to do That's one... That's not fiction. He's a real person. I know. I thought you said you were going to do the one non-US we talked about. So I put Mr. Rogers in already thinking I had it. Damn. It's a good one. It's a good one. Mr. Rogers statue. That's a great one, dude. It's a great one. Also, I don't know if you could talk... If I could toss in his bench, too. That's a cool one, too. You only get one. Okay. Okay. Well... Yeah, take the bench. Take the bench. No, I'm not taking the bench. I'm taking the statue. Take the bench. The statue's cooler. Yeah, I love when like people were like putting sweaters, like a big ass sweater on at that one time. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I like that one, especially because it's right down on the North Shore too. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, like anytime you're walking around alongside the North Shore, like seeing that, it's always, it's always a good time. It's always a nice thing to remember, like because it always brings me back to my childhood. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my number five, Mr. Roger Memorial statue. Um. All right. Uh, I guess I'll take another. Another big U.S. one, then, um, yeah, I'll, I'll try to get the, I'll try to corner the Philly vote, and I'll take the Liberty Bell. 
Yeah, that was on my list too. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. There's a whole plot where they try to go look the Liberty Bell, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's always sunny. Great episode where the gang cracks the Liberty Liberty Bell. Um, very funny. Uh, but yeah, no, I I think the Liberty Bell is very iconic. And I don't like Philly sports too much, but I love the Phillies logo that has the Liberty Bell in it. That's one of my yeah. favorite like logos. That's a cool one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll go Liberty Bell from. How South did, how did it get Coast. the crack? No one knows. <laughs> that's that, 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 that's why the, it's always sunny. Dude, somebody high up fucked up and was like, "Don't you say a fucking word." I'm pretty sure it's a mystery. Let me double check. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that the Liberty Bell crack is a mystery because. Um, I'm curious. I was just I was running through some honorable mentions then while you're doing that. Um, first honorable mention I had was the Gateway Arch in St. Louis. It's actually a memorial because it was the gate to the Midwest. Yeah, I found the crack. Um, in February 1846, it was being rung on President's Day, mm-hmm. and it just cracked. <laughs> so, 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 so they, so they, uh, somebody got fired that day. It's never been rung since then. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, that's so funny. Oh man. But yeah, honorable mentions. I had the Gateway Arch in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I also had uh, the 9/11 Memorial. Mm-hmm. And then this one, this is my unrelated U.S. one. Uh, Christ the Redeemer in Rio de Janeiro. Yep, that that was one of the two. Jesus I had. gonna like smack a mosquito out of the air. <laughs> yeah, no, that that was one of the two I had uh, that wasn't U.S. based mm-hmm. as well. That was, I, mean, I, I really awesome. do like that one. The like, fact that it overlooks Rio is insane. It's so mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. Like you think Rio de Janeiro, that's the first thing you're thinking of. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if we, so if we were like incorporating outside the world, like monuments too, I'd probably put that in higher up. But honorable mention for this list. Yeah. Um, my my honorable mentions are uh, I had that I had the statue of David. That was my other non-US one. Okay. The one with the little dick, the one with the little dick that's uh, over in Italy. Oh, it's it's so funny, and I just wanted to have it on my graphic, but then I wanted to go just U.S. ones for Memorial Day. Um, Chelsea's uncle has a, a replica replica in his basement, and it's so funny. I always I always every time oh, I'm there, I, take a, I I always take a picture of it and I uh, put someone else's head on it, like one of the <laughs> them for the whole day. Um, I mean, it was it's made by that was made by uh, Michelangelo. I mean, it's yeah. Very, very famous. I have the Jefferson Memorial in D.C. It's another really cool one. That's um, I believe that you can see that in Captain America's Winter Soldier because it's right near where uh, Shield headquarters was during the whole, oh. uh, uh, whatever. Um, I have the Nick Foles statue outside of the link of him doing the Philly special with him and Peterson. I was gonna put that on there for the Philly people last. Not uh, Rocky. Not Rocky. Fuck Rocky. It's <laughs> fictional. It's not real. It's fictional. It's a fictional man. Um, well, that that was what I meant when I said fiction and nonfiction. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Like when I, because I, I just like was like I'm not taking fictional ones like that. Okay, that makes sense. That, that's a good one. That makes sense to the non the fiction one now. Yeah, but I didn't want to say it, you know, like because mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, I don't want to bad one of your picks if you had it, because I was like I could see you taking that for like the Philly vote kind of thing. Yeah, no. Um, I had so I had, I had three sports. I had the Nick Foles, Peterson, 
Philly special one. I had Lemieux outside of PPG, like dicing people up. Then I also had the Jordan outside of the Bulls arena. With, uh, yeah. Uh, the Duncan people. I, I thought that was really cool. And that's a very iconic one too. Um, then the last one I had was shout out to Johnstown, the Cambria County War Memorial, where it's where they play the hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Flight 93 Memorial. Flight 93. There's that one, in, that one 9-11 memorial on Johnstown's campus. Mm-hmm. Outside the chapel. Yeah. All right. Good shit. See, it worked out well. It was a good one. I yeah, like this draft. Definitely, definitely not bad. Where, what do you right. got? What's your list? Uh, I got number one, Mount Rushmore. Number two, the Vietnam War Memorial. Number three, the Marine Corps Memorial, or whatever the hell it's going to be called. I don't know. <laughs> then number four, Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Number five, Mr. Rogers Memorial Statue. I got number one, Lincoln Memorial. Number two, Statue of Liberty. Number three, Washington Monument. Number four, Korean War Memorial. And number five, the Liberty Bell. All right. All right. All right, well, with that, let's take it over to uh, pop culture. Yeah. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? All right, pop culture. Another slow week, honestly. If it's not like Fast and the Furious or The Little Mermaid, then it's really just nothing going on with movies. <laughs> um, I did have something, though. The Mortal Kombat movie added the Uncharted actress uh, Tati Gabriel as Jade. I don't know if you saw the Uncharted movie, but no. she was one. She was like, the main villain in it. So I, th- I think it's a good casting call overall as a fan of the Mortal Kombat universe. Um, on a side note, the gaming world right now is kind of like going nuts with the PlayStation Presents. They also announced like Mortal Kombat 1 coming out. Uh, the Spider-Man 2 got a trailer. That this sweet. I watched it today. So sweet. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. That's gonna be lit. Assassin's Creed, Mirage, like so many good games coming out. Um on an unrelated note. But uh did you have anything for movies you want to put in though? Uh no. Okay. Across the Spider Verse is next week, so yeah. we won't be seeing it open night, but I'll probably catch it that first weekend for sure. Uh, yeah, I'll probably mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to. Um, but all right, take it over to TV. I didn't have a chance to catch a new Dave episode, so I'll break down two episodes next week. Um, but the headliner for pop culture, Netflix is just going downhill fast. They uh, yeah. announced their password sharing restrictions are coming into play. Uh, I think sometime next month, maybe. It's coming up sooner than expected. But pretty much for every uh, Wi-Fi connection on an account, you're going to have to pay a fee, an extra fee, to Netflix for that person, or you're going to have to cut them out. So really cracking down. A lot of people are just saying, fuck Netflix at this point. I feel like everybody I talk to is like, yeah, I'm not renewing Netflix when they do that. Like, they're just going to end it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm in agreeance. I mean, I don't have a Netflix right now, so when they do it to me, I'm not going to be able to use Netflix, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I mean, it, it really comes to so I'm still like, I'm one of those people still on my parents' Netflix. And uh, if they, like, say, hey, Steve, we're getting rid of Netflix because of this whole bullshit, I'll be like, all right, I'm not going to get my own Netflix. Like, when Stranger Things comes out, I'll probably just, like, get the one-month thing for Netflix. Yeah, I'll probably do watch it for a Watch it for a weekend, and then I'll be like, all right, see you, Netflix. I'll probably do the same thing. That's, that's all the I only care. attachment I have to it. That's the only thing I care about on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I think I think Chelsea watches Outer Banks, so maybe she'll buy it for us. Yeah, either way. I mean, I don't really care. I, I just I hope it 
plummets their sales and shit. You know what I mean? Like, I hope it negatively affects them in some way, shape, or form. I agree, I agree, I agree. Because, like, that, that's some bull. Like, I mean, it, it happens. It's going to be, like, password sharing that's across the board. And if this works out for Netflix, then you know everybody else is going to do it, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they or, see increase of revenue, you're going to see Hulu and all them. You're going to be like, well, it worked for Netflix. It could work for us, too. Yeah, but whenever Netflix takes a huge hit from it, then... Then we'll be okay. Then no one's going to do it. Exactly. That's why we need to make sure it doesn't work mm-hmm. <laughs> as a society. Um, only other thing I have for TV though, Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares is coming back to Fox. Yeah, and I'm low key pretty pumped about that. I, I I've never watched it outside of the clips, but I'm happy to see a batch of new clips come out. Yeah, exactly. Like I just I love those interactions of Gordon Ramsay just talking to the idiots in the kitchen, like. Like, dude, you haven't cleaned this in three years. <laughs> and they're like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I like that show. What's the one? Love... The, the Idiot Sandwich is always a good one to watch. Yeah. But that, like, that wasn't. Fucking donkey. <laughs> is that the same? That's a different, that's a different Gordon Ramsay show. Though, that, right? that was like, yeah, that was uh, the competition of the ones who Yeah, the Hell's people. Kitchen one. Yeah. This one is Nightmares. It's like the bar rescue where it goes in and changes things, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This one's way better, I think, in my opinion. It is. It's so good. Because <laughs> there's always, like, some crazy-ass drama, too, between the kitchen staff and oh, shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or, like, like, the owner's a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> that and, like, Bar Rescue, and they're in the same like, mind frame, and that's, like, my favorite kind of reality. Too. I know. Me, too. Me, too. I love that shit. Like, we're going to yeah, we're gonna be back. We're going to help you and fix this up, but we're going to yell at you in the process and make you feel like <laughs> a piece of shit about it. We're going to portray you as probably one of the biggest idiots this season. But you're going to get a brand new restaurant or bar. Yeah. And you'll probably awesome. make a profit after that because you're going to have so many people coming through because we're on the show. One time in college, me, me and Dan uh, were a little, little stoned. And we came up with this giant plan that we were going to buy this dive bar near us <laughs> and run it into the ground just to call John Taffer so you can come, give us free publicity, yell at us a little bit, and then redo up the bar for free. <laughs> and, and I and I really want to do it. Still, it's a good now, idea. Now, good now idea. I I am not high, and I still want to do it. I think this is a fantastic idea. But all right, anything for TV you wanted to toss in though? Yeah. All right, all right. Let's take it over to music jams of the week. This week I have for you three. Three new songs. Check out Under You by the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters are back with their new single. It's a good Foo Fighters vibe. A little rock, alt-rock kind of vibe. Um, highly recommend that. I put this one on there. I don't know how I feel about it still. I I enjoyed it, but then I saw where it was from, and I didn't like it as much anymore. But it's called Angel Part 1. Kodak Black, Nile Choppa, Jimin, Javike, and somebody else. I don't know. But it's from the Fast and the Furious movie soundtrack. Ugh. So that's where I was like, fuck. Yeah. But like, I first heard it, and I was like, this isn't bad. This isn't bad. Yeah, but Fast and Furious always has bangers. Exactly, exactly. So I, I threw it in there just for that. But uh, my jam of the week, though, it's going to go to Post Malone. This mm-hmm. song, Morning He Dropped, it's perfect for a hangover. Yeah, it's great. I like, like it. great, you wake up hungover, you got to drive home still. You put it on and it's just a nice vibe, upbeat, you know, but not too in your face about it. Like great, mm-hmm. great vibe, great vibe by Posty. 
Uh, I hope an album is coming soon because he's a great artist, man. He's a great artist. Mm-hmm. Love him. All right. That is your jam of the week, Morning by Post Malone. You can check that out on the Talking Dirty Jams playlist on Spotify, or you can also listen to the podcast, whether you listen to it here or on Apple Podcasts. With that being said, Ryan, how about our closing statements? Kent's Brothers Painting, 412-784-1577. Um, if the Heat Lose is an honor guy doing this podcast yeah, with you. it's a good run. Mm-hmm. Good run. 194 episodes. Six short of the big two oh oh. Um maybe that's when I'll come back. I'll just find like wild special guests. You find what if I got six, like crazy like B list celebrities to do it. Be awesome. <laughs> I'll produce it. I mean I'll still produce it. I just won't be on it talking sports until two oh oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Uh two chains line of the week. Actually follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Dirty Sports. Listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Two chains line of the week. Um, when I point at you, guy, I want you to say in order different, not like a point. You're gonna say Ziploc. Okay. A point. You're gonna say pit stop. Okay. Point again. You're gonna say wing stop. Okay. Now I'm 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 losing it. And then you're gonna say out as fourth. Ziploc pit stop wing stop. Okay. 28 grams in the Ziploc. Ziploc? Did you point? I couldn't yeah. see. Zip. Okay. All right. 28 grams in the Ziploc. Ziploc. Riding with my dog. That's a pit stop. Pit stop. Dropping chicken off. That's a wing stop. Wing stop. Show me all your sons out of uh, wedlock. Oh! <laughs> that's good. See, if I knew you were going to like, if I was just going to be like, like the ad lib guy. Then I right, so again, right? yeah, 28 grams in the Ziploc Ziploc Riding with my dogs at the pit stop Pit stop Dropping chickens off That's a wing stop Wing stop Show me all your sons out of wedlock Ow Yeah Hey guys Peace out In case you couldn't tell I guess I'm doing well This is just part of our survival She said that I don't care As she swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then Somewhere that
Seat, seat, seat. Only then 